Shema Yisrael Adonai Eloheinu Adonai Echad Baruch Shem Kevod Malkuto Le'olam Va'ed Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. Blessed be the name of the glory of His kingdom forever and ever. Amen. Good morning, Mishpacha. Welcome to the Daily Audio Torah. I'm Laura Densmore, your host, and I'm so glad you're joining in with me today. The Word of God is what protects us against deception and delusion. In the world we now live in, finding truth is something you have to seek after with all of your heart, because there are so many lies being pushed and promoted through the mainstream media. We must love truth and seek after truth. Truth is a person, and that person is Yeshua. We are warned about a strong, deluding spirit that will be present in the end days, as it is written in 2 Thessalonians 2. 9-12. The coming of the lawless one is according to the working of Satan, with all power, signs, and lying wonders, and with all unrighteous deception among those who perish, because they did not receive the love of the truth, that they might be saved. And for this reason God will send them strong delusion, that they should believe the lie, that they all may be condemned who did not believe the truth but had pleasure in unrighteousness. Beloved, I believe we are rapidly approaching the end days, so guard your mind and your heart by staying in the Word and staying close to Yeshua. Are you being blessed by this ministry? Please consider supporting Daily Audio Torah. You can make a one-time or a recurring donation by going to dailyaudiotorah.com and then click on the Give pick on the navigation menu. You can then make a secure online donation there. Thank you for your prayers. And thank you for your support. Now let's continue our journey through the entire Bible in one year. This week we are reading from the New Living Translation for the Hebrew Scriptures and for the Brit Hadashah. Today we begin a new Torah portion, Mishpatim, and it means ordinances. Exodus 21, 1-19 These are the rules that you shall set before them. When you acquire a Hebrew slave, he shall serve six years. In the seventh year he shall go free, without payment. If he came single, he shall leave single. If he had a wife, his wife shall leave with him. If his master gave him a wife, and she has borne him children, the wife and her children shall belong to the master, and he shall leave alone. But if the slave declares, I love my master and my wife and children, I do not wish to go free. His master shall take him before Hashem. He shall be brought to the door or the doorpost. And his master shall pierce his ear with an awl, and he shall then remain his slave for life. When a man sells his daughter as a slave, she shall not be freed as male slaves are. If she proves to be displeasing to her master who designated her for himself, he must let her be redeemed. He shall not have the right to sell her to outsiders, since he broke faith with her. 
And if he designated her for his son, he shall deal with her as is the practice with free maidens. If he marries another, he must not withhold from this one her food, her clothing, or her conjugal rights. If he fails her in these three ways, she shall go free without payment. He who fatally strikes a man shall be put to death. If he did not do it by design, but it came about by an act of Hashem, I will assign you a place to which he can flee. When a man schemes against another and kills him treacherously, you shall take him from my very altar to be put to death. He who strikes his father or his mother shall be put to death. He who kidnaps a man, whether he has sold him or is still holding him, shall be put to death. He who insults his father or his mother shall be put to death. When men quarrel, and one strikes the other with stone or fist, and he does not die but has to take to his bed, if he then gets up and walks outdoors upon his staff, the assailant shall go unpunished, except that he must pay for his idleness and his cure. Matthew 15, 1-28 Then came to Yeshua scribes and Pharisees which were of Jerusalem, saying, Why do your disciples transgress the tradition of the elders? For they wash not their hands when they eat bread. But he answered and said to them, Why do you also transgress the commandment of God by your tradition? For God commanded, saying, Honor your father and mother, and he that curses father or mother, let him die the death. But you say, Whosoever shall say to his father or his mother, It is a gift, by whatsoever you might be profited by me, and honor not his father or his mother, he shall be free. Thus have you made the commandment of God of no effect by your tradition. You hypocrites, well did Isaiah prophesy of you, saying, This people draws near unto me with their mouth, and honors me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. And in vain they do worship me, teaching for doctrines the commandments of men. And he called the multitude, and said to them, Hear and understand. Not that which goes into the mouth defiles a man, but that which comes out of the mouth, this defiles a man. Then came his disciples and said to him, Do you know that the Pharisees were offended after they heard this saying? But he answered and said, Every plant which my heavenly Father has not planted shall be rooted up. Let them alone. They are blind leaders of the blind. And if the blind lead the blind, both shall fall into the ditch. Then answered Peter and said to him, Declare to us this parable. And Yeshua said, Are you also yet without understanding? Do you not yet understand that whatever enters in at the mouth goes into the belly and is cast out into the draught? But those things which proceed out of the mouth come forth from the heart, and they defile the man. For out of the heart proceed evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornications, thefts, false witness, blasphemies. These are the things which defile a man, but to eat with unwashed hands defiles not a man. When Yeshua went thence, and he departed into the coast of Tyre and Sidon, 
And behold, a woman of Canaan came out of the coasts and cried to him, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David. My daughter is grievously vexed with a devil. But he answered her not a word, and his disciples came and besought him, saying, Send her away, for she cries after us. But he answered and said, I am not sent but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Then she came and worshipped him, saying, Lord, help me. But he answered and said, It is not meet to take the children's bread and cast it to the dogs. And she said, True, Lord, yet the dogs eat of the crumbs which fall from their master's table. Then Yeshua answered and said to her, O woman, great is your faith. Be it unto you as you will. And her daughter was made whole from that very hour. Psalm 19, 1-14 The heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament shows His handiwork. Day unto day utters speech, and night unto night shows knowledge. There is no speech nor language where their voice is not heard. Their line is gone out through all the earth, and their words to the end of the world. In them has he set up a tabernacle for the sun, which is as a bridegroom coming out of his chamber, and rejoices as a strong man to run a race. His going forth is from the end of the heaven, and his circuit to the ends of it, and there is nothing hidden from the heat thereof. The Torah of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, yes, than much fine gold sweeter also than honey and the honeycomb. Moreover, by them is your servant warned, and in keeping of them there is great reward. Who can understand his errors? Cleanse me from secret faults. Keep back your servant also from presumptuous sins. Let them not have dominion over me. Then shall I be upright, and I shall be innocent from the great transgression. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. Proverbs 4, 14-19 Enter not into the path of the wicked, and go not in the way of evil men. Avoid it, pass not by it, turn from it, and pass away. For they sleep not, except they have done mischief, and their sleep is taken away, unless they cause some to fall. For they eat the bread of wickedness, and drink the wine of violence. But the path of the just is as the shining light, that shines more and more unto the perfect day. The way of the wicked is as darkness, they know not at what they stumble. I'd like to speak to you today from our reading from Matthew chapter 15. And this chapter opens with a question coming from the Pharisees for Yeshua. The question is, why do your disciples transgress the tradition of the elders, for they wash not their hands when they eat bread? 
Let me give you a little bit of background on that. The Orthodox Jews follow what is called not only the written Torah, but also the oral Torah. It includes the Mishnah and the Talmud. And they believe that there was an oral Torah that was given at Mount Sinai to Moses. And then over the centuries, the elders have written down this oral Torah. Now, there are some good things in the oral Torah that expand upon what's in the written Torah. But there's also some things in there that are just the traditions of man that could be set aside. And this is what Yeshua is pointing out, the traditions of the elders. And so he's really coming against the traditions of man and exposing it for what it is. He said, why do you also transgress the commandment of God by your traditions? And then he points some things out to them. So then he comes back to the main point. And the main point is the washing of the hands before they eat. Now, even today, if you visit Israel, in all the hotels and all the homes, um, there's like a little silver pitcher that you will find in the bathroom. And the Orthodox Jews, before they eat a meal, will go into the bathroom And they will ceremonially wash their hands. I mean, they'll wash their hands with soap and water. But then there's the ceremonial washing of hands before a meal is eaten. Now, this can be a prophetic picture of coming before the Lord with clean hands and a pure heart. But when you make it a ritual and a tradition that you could be excommunicated from the community if you don't wash your hands before you eat a meal, even if your hands are spotlessly clean already, then it goes too far. So now Yeshua is going to teach at the Sod level. Remember, there's four levels of Torah study. Peshat is the surface level. Drash is looking for connections. Remez is looking for a hint of something deeper, and Sod is the very heart of the Torah. And so now what Yeshua says in verse 11 is the following, Not that which goes into the mouth defiles a man, but that which comes out of the mouth. This defiles a man. He goes on to say in verse 17, Do not you understand yet? that whatever enters in at the mouth goes into the belly and is cast out. But those things which proceed out of the mouth come forth from the heart, and they defile the man. Out of the heart proceeds evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornications, thefts, false witness, blasphemies. These are the things which defile a man. But to eat with unwashed hands does not defile a man. And so even James takes this idea a step further and talks about how the tongue is a small part of the body, but it can set an entire course of a person's life on fire, like a small spark in a forest. The tongue, anyone who can master the tongue. And so for us to get a hold of our mouth 
and the things that we say, we really have to go before the Lord in prayer and ask Him to search our heart and repent of the sin that is in our heart. Because, remember, out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. What comes out of the mouth is a reflection of what is in the heart. And so if there's sin in the heart, it will come forth through the mouth. Now this whole principle is reinforced and repeated in the closing verse of Psalm 19, verse 14. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Yahweh, my strength and my Redeemer. That's a good way to pray. So, Heavenly Father, I just pray, Father. I think about Isaiah chapter 6 and about how Isaiah was before you, and he realized and he recognized, I am a man of unclean lips. Woe is me. And I am of a people of unclean lips. And then the angel came from heaven and took a hot burning coal from the altar of heaven and placed it upon his lips and cleansed him. And then the Lord could use him. So, Abba, we pray today, we recognize that we have sinned with our mouth and with our lips, with our words. We have hurt others. We are a people of unclean lips. We ask today, Father, that you will circumcise our hearts afresh, that you will cut away the flesh, cut away self, cut away pride, cut away those things that defile us and make us unclean. We put all of that on the altar and we pray you'll burn it up. We ask, Father, that that coal that hot coal from the altar of heaven would be placed upon our lips this day. That you will cleanse our lips and cleanse our heart. And that as you cleanse our heart, only clean words would come forth out of our mouth. Only kind words, loving words. No more anger. No more strife. No more harmful, hurtful, toxic words. Please do this work in our hearts, Father, first, and let it be revealed through our words. We ask it in Yeshua's name. Amen. Adonai Vish Mareka Yaya Adonai Vikuneka Isa Adonai 
Blessing from Numbers chapter 6, 24 to 26. Adonai bless you and keep you. Adonai make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. Adonai lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.